The Constitution is to be used as a shield to protect people's rights. We will get our liberty back, folks. It's not the size of the dog in the fight, right? It's the size of the fight inside the dog, and you got a pit bull right here in front of you, folks. That is what we're fighting for, folks, to get those rights back, but not only get those rights back, but to make sure that this never happens again. And we the people can get it done. Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Just a real quick live today because we have a lot going on over the next several days. Um, our upcoming events, we are going to be at the Stand Up Muskegon meeting tonight um, at Living World Muskegon at uh, 1551 Wood Street. And that's going to be from 630 to 830. We're going to be at Kent County meet and greet Saturday at New Chapel Church from 12 to 2 p.m. Um, and then on Sunday, we're going to be at the stand-up Wayne County meeting from 5 to 7 p.m. at the River Church um, in Livonia, Michigan. And you guys can always um, see where we're going to be at the GarrettForMichigan.com slash events, which is in the description of this video. Okay, let's talk about some things today because the Michigan Dems... Right, you can find this on MichiganDems.com. They've all they always tend to attack the uh, the campaigns, and whoever writes this is actually very good because um, I it always brings joy to me um, when they're when they're throwing mud at our campaign because they're pretty creative. So one day I hope to meet this person and just say, "Hey, you're pretty good." But they uh they threw out uh, something that all the other candidates uh, said five questions for Republican gubernatorial candidates one week after Governor Whitmer released her budget plan um, to put uh, Michigan and students first. And she's a week ago, Governor Whitmer released her full $74.1 billion budget proposal for Michigan's 2023 fiscal year. I've talked about this on uh, several lives over the last week. A strong display of leadership. Our working families need to keep Michigan moving forward, okay? A strong display of leadership. That's what they actually said. The comprehensive set of recommendations prioritizes, excuse me, several issues of importance for Michiganders, including expanding our economy. Right, I agree with that. Attracting good paying jobs to the state. Yep, I agree with that. Making public education more equitable. Yeah, of course. And making continued critical repairs and improvements to our roads and bridges. All common sense, which we all want, right? But they're saying it's her leadership why we're getting this done, all right? Meanwhile, none of the 13 Republicans running for governor in a crowded and messy primary have provided any detail. False. I provided many, many details on what we're going to do. Um, and what we are going to do to keep working families first, using their months on the trail to instead to talk about the 2020 election, extreme anti-choice views, <laughs> harm victims of sexual assault. Who said that? And root against Michigan's auto industry. So, again, very, very um, nice verbiage they're using. So here are the questions for, I supposedly, all of us Republican gubernatorial candidates. Do they support Governor Whitmer's proposed repeal of the retirement tax that could cut costs for half a million households in Michigan? which that's what she ran on in 2018, which she hasn't done yet. What are their plans to fix the damn roads and repair and replace bridges across the state? How do they intend to attract businesses and secure deals similar to GM's historic $7 billion investment in restoring Michigan as a center of the auto industry? All right. So they paid out of our taxpaying dollars, 800 million to get them back, even though we lost Ford's plant to Kentucky and Tennessee, which resulted in us losing 11,000 jobs because of the primary reason is energy. 
It's too expensive in the state of Michigan, which I'm going to talk about today. Do they support the governor's plan to make historic investments in schools and recruit and retain the best teachers to our classrooms? Do they support Governor Whitmer's plan to hire more local police officers and state troopers? You cannot make this stuff up, folks. So they actually put that in writing. So we're going to tear it apart today because, again, they're touting that it is because of a savvy governor that rolled up her sleeves, right, and got to work and implemented sound business practices that's helping Michigan's economy thrive over the past four years. But in fact, what is the reason? All of Michigan is literally on fire right now because of the catastrophic consequences of her decision-making throughout this pandemic. Again, you can go all the way back to the beginning when I was on my soapbox kicking and screaming like a two-year-old child saying, look, all these Democrat-ran states like Michigan, Illinois, California, New York that have been running their economies into the ground because of lockdown, been running their economy down into these unnecessary mask mandates and vaccine mandates, and now they've been hammering down on these school children that has been leaving long-lasting scars is going to take decades for these children to get over the mental health crisis that these Democrat so-called leaders put us in, all right? And I was quoted the same, you watch. All the states who have done it right, South Dakota, Texas, uh, Florida, who have opened, who are never refused to shut down in South Dakota, their economies are humming. Their kids aren't in a mental health crisis. Their adults not in a mental health crisis. They didn't put COVID-infected people in a nursing homes. The list goes on and on. And I said, you watch those states who have done it right are going to have to bail out the states who have done it wrong. California, Illinois, Michigan, New York, right? I said that over a year and a half ago. And lo and behold, that is what's happening. Governor Whitmer is playing Santa Claus right now. She is now touting her budget as if she's somehow responsible for all these monetary gifts. It's almost like, and I got the clip right here, she's Oprah right now. And there's a clip I'm going to show you that Oprah gave the entire crowd a brand new car. And she's like, you get a car and you get a car. And that's exactly what Governor Whitmer's doing. She is getting all of President Biden's money, right? The credit card. All this COVID relief money, which is doing what? Driving up inflation. Inflation is horrible right now because when you print all this money, folks, and dump it into the economy, guess what's up? The inflation goes up. But they don't have any solutions for that. All they do is what I call reactionary politics, no foresight in how to get this thing fixed. So inflation goes crazy. Inflation's going up. And so here is the governor right now. Throwing out money. Everybody in the audience, now listen to me carefully, is being given a special package, and I don't want you to open it. Do not open it. Cameras are on you, so do not open until I tell you. All right, open your boxes. Open your boxes. One, two, three. That's exactly what she's doing right now. Granted, this money that she has, this this credit card from President Biden, it's going to fill many, many neglected holes resulting from poor management in our state. But let's put everything in perspective, folks, before we hail the governor and how she's divvying up all this money. She has done nothing but basically buying votes over the past several months. She actually sounds like a moderate Republican right now and what she's doing for small business, for the police, you know, putting out all of this money. 
So let's talk about, number one, the school systems, which she has said she's made a very big deal um, about putting her budget in the significant bump to education spending. In typical fashion, she's keeping political considerations at the forefront, not necessarily what's best for all of Michigan's kids and families. And this was in the Detroit News saying that Whitmer's budget doesn't put every student first. In this case, Whitmer's $18.4 billion K-12 proposal is an appeal to her constituency um, that's vital to her re-election. Weird, plain, petty politics. Public school teachers and their unions, that's what she's trying to shell the money into. The governor states that she's proposing the biggest state education funding increase in 20 years. It would make game-changing investments in every student in every district. The budget makes schools safer, helps every student become a better student, helps every teacher be a great teacher, and helps our kids be kids. That's what they're pushing out. Well, unfortunately, they said every student, and that's not the case here. It's not every student and not every teacher in every district, folks. As in other aspects of her budget, Whitmer is rewarding her constituency, her voters, in election year. This is silver spoon politicians and elitists doing what they do best, buying people off, using daddy's credit card, President Biden's, right, to shell out money and you get a car and you get a car, trying to undo the damage that she put us all in. This strategically leaves out charter schools, okay? Serving about 10% of the public school students in Michigan from several of her key initiatives. This was in the report. Since the state's charter schools serve a very small percentage of at-risk school children, those who are most impacted by the pandemic and those targeted snubs, basically, is in very poor test or poor taste. All around, it's not a good policy, this person said. Part of the governor's school budget is tied to a supplemental request, which would allocate $2 billion for districts to spend before September 30th. That includes money for 2,000 retention bonuses for teacher. So basically, she is rewarding everybody that's following her, mainly the teacher unions, and she's snubbing out the charter schools. So these charter schools, a lot of them are at, at the at-risk students, right? The students that are struggling. And now you put on a mental health crisis on these kids. They're literally just sweeping these kids underneath the rug like they don't matter, which I told you the catastrophic consequences that this governor has put these children are leaving long lasting scars and they are leaving basically a generation behind. So the same progressive left who touts that they're always for helping the, the small income families and the troubled kids are the same party who's hammering down and not allow them to get their head above water which they're just going to basically cancel them. And she has done it in her budget where these charter schools are not getting any money from her so-called credit card from President Biden. Okay, so again, petty politics and lip service to gain votes. So let's reevaluate what the old Dems said because they said that they want to make sure that we are making investment in schools and recruiting and retaining the best teachers to our classrooms. Okay, what's going on in the public school system right now? They are pushing an agenda. They are pushing a CRT agenda, aren't they? And they're trying to put roadblocks in front of all these parents trying to find out what's happening in the school systems, aren't they? And one of these roadblocks is the school districts are charging these parents for FOIA requests. So in this, in the Michigan News Source, said that school district wants $14,000 to give parents records on mass mandates. So across the state of Michigan, concerned parents are trying to discover what's happening behind the scenes in the children's school districts when it comes to the use of race in the curriculum and policies, CRT, and require the children to wear the face mask. 
As they seek answers, some parents are finding that many state and local government officials have made using the Michigan Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, um, prohibitively expensive. The current FOIA law allows municipalities and school districts to levy charges that far exceed what most parents can afford as they seek information. So what they are doing is when these parents do a FOIA request to find out what's going on in the classrooms, of which they have every right, right, and how these classes are directed, they're charging the parents money and they can't come up with the amount of money. A recent example involves a group of parents in Saline. They submitted a FOIA request for public records and the school district replied that they would have to pay $14,293 to get them. Unbelievable. Truth in transparency, folks. That's what they're trying to do because they don't want the parents involved. Look, I'm telling you right now, day one, CRT is banned in this state. CRT is banned in this state. These mask mandates in these schools will be illegal to mandate. Day one with me because I'm done. Because now the research, which it's shown in the past, but we got canceled for saying it and we were called conspiracy theorists and racists that we didn't give a damn about society has been, in fact, proven to be true again with new studies that mass mandates do nothing to stop the slow and spread. So why are you mandating them? And I just shared a video with all the celebrities and the elitists going to the Super Bowl, having a good time. And guess what happened that next day? Why all these people were celebrating, all these celebrities, all these silver spoon politicians and elitists were celebrating the Super Bowl without any masks. These children were in school the next day in California with masks. And the governor goes on, well, we haven't had a mask mandate since June. Governor, you weaponized the health department. And these local health departments are controlling the schools. And the school boards are saying, we're just, we're just you know, following the health department. The health department's following the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, which you weaponize. So the buck stops with you. That is why mass mandates are done. Hopefully they're not around because we are gaining traction, folks. But never forget. Again, never forget the ultimate why this check engine light is on in the state of Michigan. So when the Michigan Dems come out and say, well, do you support this? Will you support that? What I have to say to them right now is this is how she's getting the money is from President Biden's so-called. Everybody COVID in the lead. audience, now listen to me carefully, is being given a special package and I don't want you to open it. Do not open it. Cameras are on you, so do not open until I tell you. All right, open your boxes. Open your boxes. What? Two, three. You get a call. 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 Everybody gets a call. That's what she's doing. It wasn't her leadership. It wasn't her so-called policies. She has gotten a credit card from President Biden, which is driving up inflation, and she's going to shell out all this money to try to buy votes. But I'm telling you right now, folks, in a normal election, in a typical election, that might have worked, but there's too many of us, we the people, who are awake now, and we know what's going on. And that's why we must continue to grow our movement and to attract others to this movement, and that's how we're going to win this thing, not only from the progressive left, but the elitists on both sides of the aisle and the silver spoon politicians on both sides of the aisle is time for we, the people to take charge. It's time to get new blood, new energy, new life, new youth into these political offices so we can take back our state and hold the line for our country. So let's finish up what they said about supporting Whitmer's plan to hire more local police officers and state troopers. Of course, we've always been for the police. 
We stated that ever since the progressive left was trying to defund the police back in 2020. Look how well that worked out for all these Democrat-ran cities right now, which are basically crime is through the roof. The city's on fire. How did that work out for you? So let's find out what Governor Whitmer said at this time back in June in 2020 when she was questioned about if she supports the defund the police movement. We know that you proposed your own reform plan with uh, police brutality. Um, but a lot of people are calling for the defunding of police departments and reallocation of dollars uh, to community programs that experts say will do a better job of handling crime as opposed to over-policing. And so I just want to ask you, what are your responses specifically to the defunding police campaigns? Yeah, so, you know, the, the spirit, as you just articulated, is really about um, reprioritizing and rebuilding communities, not just policing um, that this is really about where do we where do we prioritize our resources? You know, you look at budgets and they're overwhelmingly focused on policing and correction systems and the criminal justice system where it should be focused on the education of our of our population, the transportation accessibility, access to health care, um, access to skills, you know, making sure that people have a path so they can get a skill mm -hmm. to and really, you know, leveling the playing field. And I think that's something that, you know, we cannot, we should all be able to get around, right? So do you support the defunding? Because for example, in Minneapolis, there, uh, in Minneapolis City Council um, is proposing to um, redo what policing is, but specifically, do you think that the defunding, would you be someone who supports the defunding movement, which is to take money specifically from police departments and put them into education, for example? I think you do all those other things. You don't need all the money that's going to the police department. So, yeah, I mean, the spirit of it, I, I, I do support that spirit of it. Everybody in the audience, now listen to me carefully, is being given a special package, and I don't want you to open it. Do not open it. Cameras are on you, so do not open until I tell you. All right, open your boxes. Open your boxes. One, two, three. You cannot make this stuff up, folks. And that's what she is doing. So no matter how much garbage the Michigan Dems print and saying, we're giving out all this money. We're attracting all these businesses. We're we're investing in the police. We're investing in the children. It's all lip service. It's all reactionary politics. And there's no foresight because here's my question to the old Michigan Dems. What are y'all going to do when your credit card runs out and then it's due? That is what's going to happen in our country, folks, and our children and our grandchildren are going to have to pay for these mistakes. And that is why it's time to have a candidate with some foresight. So you know how we're going to attract businesses into the state, Michigan Dems? You know what? Number one, we're going to do is we're going to honor that little piece of paper called the Constitution of these United States. That's going to be the foundation. And we're going to make Michigan free again. And we're going to make sure that a governor can never ever weaponize the health department again and bring the hammer on down on all of us and on our children. That's how we're going to do it because who in their right mind would ever want to come back to the state of Michigan and open up a business right now with the threat of the next cold and flu season when the health department comes and locks them down to 25% capacity or starts doing all these unconstitutional mandates which have been proven not to work. We make Michigan free again, number one. 
And we have the Constitution right there as the foundation. And number two is truth and transparency. Why don't you take some of your daddy's credit card, President Biden's so-called COVID relief funds, and start allowing these parents to do these FOIA requests? You have billions of dollars of surplus. So why don't you make it free for these parents to get these FOIA requests from these public school systems to find out if they are or not indoctrinating these kids? Why don't you do that? Because number one, we have the foundation. Floor number one is truth and transparency, which you ran on in 2018, said you're going to be the most transparent governor in the, in the history of the state of Michigan. That's been proven to be a lie because you denied for your request in the beginning of this lockdown to the executive branch. You did. Comment on that. So it's time for truth and transparency. And that's why I took your sunshine plan that you ran on, that you didn't get anything done with it. And I improved upon it and I will get it done. And we will reestablish truth and transparency in the most corrupt state politically in the union. And that's the state of Michigan. And we're going to drain the swamp. And that's why, folks, they are so afraid of not me, but all of you having a voice, because I will always stand up for what's right, even if it's unpopular to do so. And I will stand up for the ones who can't stand up for themselves, namely our children and your grandchildren. And I have a proven, proven track record of doing just that. I am done with the silver spoon politicians. I am done with these elitists. I am done with these billionaires thinking they can come in and buy an election. It's time for a statesman to get in there and represent the people. And that's who I am. And that's what I'm going to do. So you must get off the sidelines. You must get out of the stands and come join us. Come join us on the field of battle as we take back our state and take ground to take back our country back in 2024. And you can do that by being a grassroots warrior. It's in the link in the description of this video, or you can put financial skin in the game. I know inflation is going crazy. I know the average amount of everybody's spending is going up, I think, 250 to $300, and it's going to get worse. And that's why everybody that's given to this campaign, everyone has donated financially and committed to this thing. I can never thank you enough, but this is our one opportunity to get the right person in the job to represent you. And I guarantee you this, folks, if we get in, we will turn this ship and we will get it back on course in the next decade will be unbelievable in the state of Michigan. So donate. There's a link in the description. We'll take $5, $10. If you want to be a monthly member for as little as $20 a month, you can do just that. You have to get involved now. Join us tonight. Stand up Muskegon meeting. Living World Muskegon, 1551 Wood Street, 630 to 830, folks. We're going to be there. All right. So God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye.